Hey guys, welcome back to Black Girl Manifest Podcast. It is your WAP ass host, <laughs> Brittany. And this is your lovely host. This is Anika Ho. <laughs> hey, Nika. Hey, uh, WAP, what's, what it do? <laughs> you know. <laughs> How you been? Never mind. I'm done. What, what did you say, gushy? You know what? That word is just triggering, gushy. Is it? It is. I don't know why. I heard somebody say today that the uh, gushy was way worse than the acronym for, you know, the WAP acronym. I think so. I think really? it's not, to me, it sounds a little more vulgar than just saying WAP, even though you know what WAP means. Do you like the word moist? Does that bother you? I don't mind it, and I especially like when Eddie Murphy say it on uh the was that the clumps on Nettie Professor oh, when he got this off that moist. <laughs> 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 I don't mind it. <laughs> I don't mind it. How you been? What you what's been going on with you? We ain't talked in a minute. Girl, I've been good. I've been procrastinating, mm-hmm. getting this stuff packed up for this move, but. I've been all right, you know what I mean? I really, really can't complain. Um, how about you? Well, I'm doing the opposite. Um, also what? procrastinating, but procrastinating on unpa- unpacking boxes. Well, I would rather be on that side. I promise, I want to be on that side of unpacking because you like closer to being settled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I love my new space. And I'm, glad I'm back home with family and chicken. And listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a Dixie Queen three times. Ooh. Did you get a burger? Get a burger from Dixie? You know, I got wings twice. Okay. Honey gold, seasoned fries, large with the humdinger. If y'all know what a humdinger is, it's ice cream and Oreos, but it's like a shake, but it's not a shake. It's like a concrete, you know, the concrete from Dixie, uh, Derrick yeah. It's like that. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've been there. I really wanted to go to Ching's, but Ching's is closed because of COVID. But one thing I have been doing since I have been here is I've been supporting all the Black-owned restaurants, and they have not let me. Only one place has let me down, but everywhere else has not let me down. Whew. I'm so jealous. Um, I don't know if you saw today, Roy posted a picture of some wings. Yes, I did. And Roy's grandma needs to overeat me them damn wings right now. He had the black ass nerve to ask me, did I find anything close out here? He know the I'm answer. like, fuck He knew the answer to it. I would not be on this status drooling on your damn wings had I found something out here. No. What was good too? Were they all flats? I don't know. Yeah, this sauce was looking right. I'm gonna go up there. What was the place called? Um, King Wings or something. Yeah, like that. I was about to say King something, but yeah, I think this is Aunt's place. You know what? You just re- honestly, y'all just you can't go nowhere. You can go anywhere in Memphis. You don't even have to be picky on on the wing spot. It don't matter. Nope. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be better than any place that we got here. It's, I, I'm willing to put Memphis wings up with anybody in the world. Like, in, in, in the, yeah. Somebody said Atlanta to, had good wings, but I'm willing who? to Atlanta. Oh, I'm sh- I'm, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> but I'm a little biased, so I'm going to go with yeah. Memphis. We went to a wing guru, and the only thing about like Memphis places, like you can, like the price variation, like you can go somewhere like cheaper and get a and it's still, you know, the good tasting wings. But we went to Winguru because that's what's kind of closer. Um, Winguru is a bit expensive. We got a twenty piece, and it was like thirty seven dollars. Is that black owned? Yeah, they're black owned. Oh, okay. Uh, I, from what I know, I could be wrong, but we got uh honey gold, and we got you know hot, and then I got wet season. Ooh, baby, listen. Enough about wings, y'all. How you supposed to have a diet plan and you move back I with can't. all that? 
I, I can't, but in, I talked to Brandon. He's supposed to get me together. I'm supposed to get up with Zakia and be at Shelby Farms. Like, my work schedule is changing. So I'm able to exercise a bit more. My excuse was I didn't have an Apple Watch. So I wasn't able to. <laughs> Anything not to get out there. Anything, yeah. But I'm good. Thank you for asking. Oh, that's good. I'm glad we are back together. Yes. It's nice to be back. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So today I wanted to come on here and talk about toxic behavior, toxicity in general. I've been seeing a lot of that, hearing a lot of toxic things. And I don't know if it's necessarily due to the pandemic or just people's nature. Um, but I, it just, it's something that has just been on my mind. So we just, I just wanted to have a open conversation about toxic people, toxic behavior and things of the sort and, you know, what we do to deal with it. So toxic, everybody knows what a toxic person is or, you know, and, and I've heard people say that there's not no such thing as a toxic person. They just have toxic behavior, which I'm kind of like, I believe people can be toxic, but I also believe, you know, there's people that, you know, just exhibit toxic behavior every now and then. We and, and truth be told, we all do, but then there's somebody when you think of toxic, I'm pretty sure you have people in mind that's like, ooh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So pretty much t- somebody toxic brings you down more than up. There's somebody who's abusive, unsupportive, or unhealthy emotionally, things like that. So, you know, that's just your basic definition. So I just wanted to talk about first some signs of toxic people. Um, I'll go and I'll go first, Brittany. Um, It's just hard because it's not just people on the outside that are toxic. It's very much could be, you know, somebody close to you. Um, And and it's your damn self shit. Huh? It can be yourself. Shoot. That's what I'm saying. Every, everybody has those toxic traits and you, you have to, and, and like you said, it, it could be yourself. So anyway, signs of toxic people or somebody, like I said, that's going to be unsupportive, somebody that's kind of like always negative or always saying stuff that's just kind of like brings your vibration down. What I mean is you could just be having, you know, a conversation and then out of nowhere, it's just something like really negative. Like, why would you say that? Mm-hmm. or and it's not just like you know i'm expressing a deep thought it's kind of like out of nowhere negative you know what i mean mm-hmm. um, just somebody who anytime you like have an accomplishment they have to bring out the negative side of it or the flip side you know how people say on the flip side um or they have to bring up oh well i did this i did that oh <laughs> everybody knows something you tell them a story and it's one thing you know to have a counterpart in that story like you know you've got something to add but then there's always somebody who has to one up mm-hmm. two or three up like oh well that's nothing and then they'll say that's nothing or you think that's something let me tell you this you know and not everybody that says that is necessarily toxic but people kind of get in a pattern of saying the same shit and you just like was that necessary that that just wasn't necessary um some signs of toxic people are manipulative behavior you know what i mean they their their whole thing is to get people to do what they want them to do mm-hmm. which is just very manipulative within itself it's all about them so that goes back in a little bit of narcissism i'm pretty sure you know somebody that's narcissistic um narcissistic is a toxic person anyway um, and they use other people to accomplish whatever their goal happens to be. Don't worry about what you want. It's, it's, it's not about equality in a relationship as far from it. So any, anybody that you find yourself, you know, being manipulated by, that's toxic. You, 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 you don't need that. Um, another sign is that they are judgmental. They are judgmental. Mm-hmm. Ooh. They are judgmental. Why y'all so judgmental? And I have to pull myself, you know what? I have to pull myself and my wig together. Because when I find myself judging a situation, I'm like, am I projecting 
you know, what I feel on somebody else, they didn't have the same upbringing or experiences that I had. So who am I to judge, you know, somebody for that? You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and judgmental meaning you, you always find yourself judging somebody else. And it's like, why? Why? You need, that's, that's, that's a, that's a toxic trait. Uh, another sign of toxic person is they take no responsibility for their own feelings. So they're, like I just said, their feelings are projected onto you. So they're not saying like, you know, let's take a deeper, let's see where I'm, why I'm actually feel the way I'm feeling. So if you try to point this out to them, they'll likely defend their perspective and they won't take responsibility for anything they do, which I've had experience with that. And I've had to want call anybody's name out, but I've had to pull people to the side and like, hey, you might feel this way about this certain thing or how somebody may want to dress or something or how what some what you think somebody should dress like. But that's how you govern yourself. You can't project that onto anybody else. And when you do that, you are being toxic. What? Um, I, they don't apologize. They don't see no, they don't see a reason to apologize because everything is somebody else's fault. So they try to orchestrate relationships to serve their own ends and they try to gain sympathy and attention by claiming the victim status. Toxic as fuck. I have a question. I don't want to jump ahead, but have you heard I saw this thing the other day that said um positivity toxic being positive and toxic at the same time have you ever have you seen it well where you um kind of like brushing somebody's feelings to the side like if you're dealing with something that's super heavy or super super emotional and the only thing that i can give you is like oh it's gonna be okay oh it's, it's gonna be all right it's kind of like dismissing somebody's feelings but not in a negative aspect you just not um too sometimes it's too much to be positive not well not saying too much to be positive but um you can be positive in a way where you're kind of disregarding somebody's feelings and saying like instead of having something of value and of substance to say you're just saying oh it's gonna be okay don't worry about it. it's gonna be all right you'll be fine you know kind of stuff like that where it's not necessarily negative but it's it's positive, but not super duper positive. If you like, it's not, it's not positive with the message, or positive with something that somebody can take away from whatever situation they're in. Now and then, on another side is, you know, somebody may just not know what to say because a lot of times when you know there's something going on, I'm not the best soother. But it is important to not overlook in how anybody's feeling or even turn around and say, well, just pray about it, you know, because I believe that's another toxic thing coming from the church folks that, excuse me, they feel like everything can be prayed away or, you know, and I, I do like, you know, to hear that everything will be okay, but I feel like that's usually just more of a, um, all right, girl, like, I'm gonna shut you up and this just date on it. Well, that and also it's more of like a reflex because a lot of times you don't know what to say. So depending on the person, you know what I mean? I would I would kind of drill down how you know that how toxic it is because if it came from somebody like me, I didn't know what else to say. But you know, I'm always gonna acknowledge how you feel because that's important. Um, so other, um, we'll get back to some other signs of toxic people. I think I went to, um, I gave you four and the last one was them not apologizing. Um, but I also want to talk about the origin of toxic behavior. Like, where do you think it, it, it stemmed from? Like somebody, do you, I don't think that people were, are inherently toxic. They just come out that way. But I think it's more of something that's learned from very early on due to their experiences and, you know, other people that they may have been around. So I just wanted to, you know, talk about 
where the toxic behavior comes from um and where do you you know in your experience what, like what do you think obviously um uh, in my experience it comes a lot from um projection environmental and um again projection like well i can't do that so what makes you think you can do that or you know something like that well you don't want to kind of be I, w one thing i noticed with uh toxic people they don't want to be they want to be shady but not too shady mm -hmm. so they don't realize um they want to make it about you and not them so for me it comes with a lot of in my experience with people who are in my life or like I said, uh, their environment and how they were raised and what make her think she can do that when all along there's something that you wanted to do and you just didn't know how to do it. And then, um, like I said, the projection where like I, when I had my daughter, Maya, um, before, I mean, before I had her, my children's father, I was just being myself. I was, you know, Brittany, I stay to live up. If you know me, then I really truly do stay to myself. I stay to the people I love. I don't really, I honestly truly don't bother any fucking body. Like nobody can ever say like I cause a ruckus. I cause a, when I do cause a ruckus is because it's something important. Um, but I think just the way that I carried myself when I was with him, I was younger. Um, they made it seem like I was, I, I would hear like whispers, like she thinks she better than us. And da, da, da. Bitch, I ain't got shit. The fuck? Like, so it it just, for me and my experience, it comes from environment and projection. How yeah. people raised. I would agree with that. I definitely believe it's your environment and, you know, how you were brought up. Um, and a lot of that is, you know, what are some of the things that, you kind of absorb what's around you and things that people have that have been told to you so if you have a parent that's not the most encouraging or mm -hmm. you know they mean well but they're with the tough love a lot of times that tough love comes with a lot of toxic shit being thrown your way because you're not you're not thinking like necessarily it's a lot of toxic thoughts and behaviors that goes into the whole tough love um yeah, I think love is a cape. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, theoretically, I get it. You, your, your parents want to, especially as a, a black woman, your parents want to raise you to be independent and not need, you know, anything. They want to raise you more from like a, as a survival thing, like you know. But then it's like I think a, a lot of the toxicity comes is like, where are the good? things you know so if we're always just taught to survive and we're just kind of growing up and when we're adults we're just living in survival mode and it's like we didn't where's the balance of you know things you don't have to live in survival mode you could actually have like a successful right. life emotionally it's not about just surviving you know what i mean and we all raised to just do this do this do this so you can survive but not to enjoy anything so that's a lot of where the toxic behavior comes from and then that also kind of breeds um resentment and a little bit of regret and a lot of people who have those qualities are going to be projecting shit because i found myself doing that and i've had to do some shadow work like where did this come from mm -hmm. why are you where these thoughts really come from you know it's like since you have you and I have both actively tried to change and are changing how we think and how we feel about things and not being judgmental. Have you noticed that people are a lot more toxic than you realize? Yeah. Yeah. Way more. And I don't, I, I hate to, I, cause I feel like sometimes people overuse the word, anything they don't like, it turns toxic, but and I, I hate to just be pointing out like that's toxic, that's toxic, that's toxic. But when I consider it toxic, everybody has a little, you know, toxic qualities that they deal with. But when it's something that you holding on to and you don't want to admit or 
you know, have any type of self-reflection or self-awareness, that becomes toxic because you're doing it over and over again and you're spewing this negative, manipulative, you know, not accountability no. out and you think that's okay. Yeah. So yeah, I notice a lot of people around are just like 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 for example, <laughs> you motherfuckers, I got some shit to say. Okay. That was rude. Sorry for clapping. But listen. This is very toxic for me, and I just, I really, it makes me cringe. <sighs> We're not into pop culture, but I must talk about us, as in Black women, joking about Meg the Stallion being shot. You don't, y'all don't see that that's problematic? Like, as much as we want to say, support each other, support Black, support this, but as soon as you get the opportunity to make fun of somebody that's not on your level, because for some reason you niggas think they don't have feelings either, then you get to joke about, oh, well, she's being shot. For example, the song, W-A-P, WAP, Wet Ass Pussy, whatever y'all want to call it, it came out, dope ass song, it's on repeat, fuck all the church people who don't like it, you might you might have DAP. I don't know. That ain't my problem. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> I saw a post that said, you know, something about something about the song, and one of them got cheated on, the other one got shot. Um, excuse me, two black women made a song, and you guys decided to pull out the fact that her man cheated on her, and then Megan got shot. Like, really? How low can you go? That's toxic as fuck to even just be like oh well one got cheated on and one got shot so that mean they pussy ain't wet so that mean they shouldn't make the song like where are we going with that so you're this so you're using something that happened to them that was a tragic event like it's their fault mm -hmm. and this is why this is because y'all make songs like this this is why you got cheated on this is why you got shot one has nothing to do with the other right. so it's kind of like you trying to discredit somebody based on because they're not what you think the idea of a woman should be when we all know cardi started as a stripper and we all know that megan raps about what the fuck she want to rap about so it's toxic to be putting stuff out there like that instead of just you being okay with you know even if you're not okay with the song why do you have to insult them like that like she got shot her life was in danger how was that something to be making fun of and then how would you make fun of the fact that she got cheated on as if it's her fault but we're not gonna talk about the nigga who shot her or the one who cheated on her or future making these fucked up ass misogynistic ass songs that's toxic and we have it bad with each other like seriously that's gross i you, find it really gross you right because listen to me my shoulders get to pumping when i hear future beat sometimes but then at the same token i'm like looking at my husband sideways like you like to listen to this misogynistic ass shit but then my shoulders be like hey hey like the problem is you can't you can't you can't call out them and then not call out the men that are doing it as well that been it or you know Lil kim in the 90s taking everybody man and all that what what is the difference what is the difference this is where this is where people decide they want to draw the line and i have to feel like why do you have to why do you you ask yourself why are you drawing a line here what, is it something you're projecting on people? Do you got a little insecurity in that department? You need to figure it out. I just want to say, like, uh, with the whole, I don't understand why WAP, this whole thing is such a thing when, you know, before Megan and Cardi, it was Nikki saying things like this. And before Nikki, it was uh, look him and Foxy Brown, and before look him and Foxy Brown, it was uh, Adina Howard, and before Adina Howard, well, even, even beyond the women, currently we got future. Yeah, we got all kind of men saying fucked up shit all the time, but we automatically give them a pass because is that what men do? And we be right along with them. Um, too short, biatch, all that stuff, and it's yeah. like shake that monkey. I'm sorry, that's my shit. And that's fine, but you can't you can't you can't shake your monkey and then be mad at WAP. That's true. Unless you got a DAP. Them the only ones that's mad. And that's the that's all I'ma say and let's move on. Uh, or unless you get a DAD. Dead too. Anyhow, go ahead, sis. 
Okay. Other signs of toxic behavior, just to give you the last four, um, or toxic people, behavior and people, they are inconsistent. Um, it's hard to know who you're with at any given time because they are often not the same person. Toxic. You know, those are kind of like chameleon people who kind of change with their environment. Um, they change their perspective, attitude, and behavior depending on what they feel they need to accomplish, aka their narrative, or what they want, what or what they want to have have happen. And they know how to be kind when they want to. So that's very toxic when you got a flip flop ass person. It's nothing wrong with changing your views, but if you find, you know, somebody's always flip flopping, whereas I, I know the type of stuff Brittany's gonna typically agree with. You know what I'm saying? I don't know her down like you know she got her own opinions, but you can tell if there's a switch up, I would know that. I would know like, oh, well, that ain't something that, you know, you was just saying a while. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, I feel like everybody has been across somebody that's like, yeah, they wish you watch stuff. And I personally, that's hard for me to get with, Yeah, you know. Um, another uh, thing that toxic people have in common or signs that somebody is toxic is they make you prove yourself to them. They make you choose them over someone else or something they want over something you want. And often this time, often this turns into a divide and conquer dynamic in which the only choice is them, even to the point of requiring you to cut off other meaning, meaningful relationships to satisfy them. Toxic. Toxic. Because why are you mad for? Listen. I've talked about my toxic relationship before with a narcissist. And one of the things that I really, really regret is like cutting off friends and family for this person. Like if I could go back and do it again, I would not do that. <laughs> it's ugh. I would say when you're a certain age, a lot of times, especially with us, we were ill-equipped to be able to handle some of the toxic shit we were dealing with. And we dealt with it a lot more, not realizing we don't have to, or not even realizing it was a thing. Like, you know, it's not right, yeah. but you still continue to, cause you're just not equipped with the tools that you need to. And the tools are oftentimes experience. Yeah. Um, or, you know, you know, the proper guidance. Yeah. The whole different subject. That is, Okay, another toxic. Why is it says eight, but I'm missing number seven. Okay. They're not caring, supportive, or interested in what's important to you. So, actually, the good things that happen to you move the attention away from them and thwart them towards focusing on their own goals. So, beware of people who find fault with you and make you wrong. Loyalty is foreign to them that's another thing that um, toxic people have in common which is really sad because you know when when you see somebody in your circle and you don't feel like they want you to win that's just a problem you know what i'm saying or the attention has to be back on them toxic so this leads me to how do we actually deal with toxic people and toxic behavior? How, like, how to deal with that? Is it, is it something where you just feel like you have to mentor them out of that? Or what? Like, personally, if it's somebody, and, and I also have, you know, especially from family and friends, if it's somebody close to me, somebody that I'm not going to sever a relationship with, then I depending on the level of toxicity, you know, cause there's always some type of, you know, even though all of those things that I read that they have in common may not necessarily fit every single person, but at least a couple of them have, you know, a couple of those things that's pretty consistent. Then I try to correct as much as I can. I wouldn't say, Hey, necessarily that's toxic, but I would kind of give like, why are you always negative? Why is everything looked at this way? And just give them a different perspective because you know, I don't, I, anybody knows me, I don't mind cutting you the fuck off. I don't. 
And if you're not somebody who I deem important in my core, bye. So chances are, if we don't talk on a regular basis, there was a reason for that because I'm just not with any type of toxic energy or anything like that in my environment. But obviously if it's somebody, you know, like a parent or brother, sister, whatever, those toxic, you know, behaviors, I actually, you know how they say I have time today? I have time to change that around. Not change it around, but at least for me, I put my boundaries up to where these this this toxic quality in this toxic these toxic thoughts i'm not gonna deal with so either you tell me something in a positive way you find if you want to say something negative hold on to that over there but don't bring it to me because i don't i don't have to listen to it and i feel like a lot of times it's hard for us to tell family and friends that because we feel like and i've heard people say oh well that's just you know that's your mom that's your dad that's your so-and-so it don't give i don't give a fuck they can get told they can get told and it doesn't have to be rude or disrespectful but you're gonna let i'm gonna let you know because why should i have to deal with with you know the mental beat down that you you know giving me and you just and you just projecting no i'm gonna push it back over there to you and then you can go deal with your shit however you need to but don't bring it back my way right what about you, Brittany? How do you deal with toxic people? Um, Whether it's- like you said, I challenge a lot. Like, um, I had somebody say something the other day, and I was just like, well, I think you feel that way because you don't think you're confident enough to do that. Mm. Um, I challenge, you know, like, like I said, challenge people. I am actively working on boundaries um i am in therapy to realize like hey you know what i need to say and get my point across without being rude ass bitch um and or oh my i or you know what and i'm trying to get out of this and this is why i'm in therapy i get toxic right along with this like (laughs) Okay, you want to go toe to toe? Let's do it. Like we can. It's just really dependent on how I feel that day, and what mood I'm in. But I typically challenge or and or set boundaries. Yeah, and I found it. Um, I, I realized that a lot of people it's hard for them to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. But the older I get, the more it just becomes like slice and butter to me, and I'm like, nope, nope. And it comes across as system play. She sure doesn't because guess what? You're not going to walk on my back and I'm going to feel uncomfortable. I don't have to listen to that. Right. I don't have to. I can just, why, why would I sit there and listen to, you know, or, or not have boundaries and do a lot of things that I don't want to do just because I'm, I'm fearful of, of being looked at a certain way. I'm at the point where I don't give a fuck. I don't have to prove nothing to nobody. Mm-hmm. And if I don't feel comfortable with doing something or something that somebody's telling me, I'm not doing it. And that's just what it is. You love me or you don't. And that's just on period. And that's on boundaries. And that's on boundaries. <laughs> so, I mean, we Do you have a toxic trait? I do have a toxic trait. We've talked about that before on this on uh, on this show. Um <laughs> toxic traits but the one that comes up is i'm i'm a skeptic and i know my husband hates it because every time he says something i'm like yeah i'm gonna look that up and it's not it's like me proving people wrong and it's not that i want the other person to be wrong necessarily and because i've sat and thought about it like so why do i do that that right there i'm not white sure it's it's not it's not malicious but it's toxic because it it comes off as you just want to be right and i i mean there's a lot of times i'm wrong i don't know everything i don't know you know i don't know but i always want to do research because i I never want to be given the wrong information actually i do know where that came from i never want to be given the wrong information because i was given the wrong information quite a lot so when somebody tells me something it i'm looking it up to make sure it's right because at some point i didn't have control over the information i was getting now i do i'm like well let's compare you know what i'm saying and it can be toxic because it's like bitch you just you what you think you know 
I'm saying you could be wrong. I'm saying I could be wrong. I'm just looking it up. So that's definitely one of them. Listen, don't y'all don't need no Aries and no Taurus on the phone call together spitting what they feel is both facts. This Leo be in the middle. Like who is the Taurus? Car. I love you, but I love oh, you. Oh right. That motherfucker is stubborn. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. But I love you, but can y'all shut the fuck up? Like I love. <laughs> Lord, math is provable. That's all I'm saying. Yes, it is. Right. My topic about- is <laughs> I I be overextending myself, and then I get mad because I overextend myself. That's my toxic trait, not, and I don't get mad at myself. I get mad at others. <laughs> when it's me who made this promise, like, yeah, I, I'll do this or I'll do this. Like, I really have really, 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 really good intentions with wanting to help people and wanting to uh, lend a hand or whatever, give advice or lend a help, you know, lend an ear. But then I'm either ranting to you or ranting to somebody else like damn they get on my motherfucking nerves why they feel like i could do this and do that and da, 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 da. like this it's not healthy for me and you know what's funny about that can i just say it's i've always wondered like in my mind Brittany's always i know Brittany. she's always got something going on she's doing something a project for her or somebody else and in my mind i'm always wondering how the fuck be able to do all that because it, it makes me feel inferior a lot of times like because mm-hmm. i know yes because i'm like I, I can't take on all that and i just i feel like i'm just a nice shit bitch because i'm not taking on but i'm like fuck it because i just don't want i don't like the feeling of being overwhelmed and overbooked you know what i mean yeah. so i just feel like well if she can do all this what kind of excuses are you making and i just have to be like girl I just ain't doing all that. So I often wonder, like, what your day really look like and you still got to be a mom and you got all these other commitments. And I just be like, I wonder, do she be tired? And I know you do. And and with you saying that, I realize that, um, you know, like how people are like um, functioning crack addicts or, you know, whatever. (laughs) That's really extreme. But I'm a functioning person off of chaos. Like, if it's not chaotic, then I can't fuck with it, like for real. And it's it's been that, you know, my ever since I was younger, it's oh this this some chaos. And so like when I get with people who are calm and mellow and want to settle down, it, they don't work for me. I don't mesh well with them type of people. That make that whole that only makes sense though compared to you know especially anybody that has heard you tell your stories of childhood because I've had somebody say the same thing to me like you know what I realized that. I I have a little chaos. I like chaos in a way, but really, really they don't necessarily, but they're so used to, you know, being around it. It's kind of like a, a natural habitat, natural environment where, you know, for me, I'm like anything chaotic. I'm like, baby, look, I, I can't get with that, you know? And, and sometimes I need a little bit of stuff going on because that would get me productive, but I'm just so used to just have everything being flat. It's hard for me to multitask a lot of times. So, yeah. And my husband, is, my husband has made me realize that a lot. Like he's really more mellow. He Now he will turn up. He's a lot more mellow. You have to really, 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 really rile him up for him to, you know, to get a reaction or anything out of him. But, um, like any little thing like if we disagree on i'm like oh i'm not gonna argue with you he's like it's we just talking it's not an argument (laughs) so i i realized that i thrive well i'm not gonna say thrive because i'm actively trying to change that but that's my toxic way like trying to if it's not chaotic it's not for me and that's not normal it's not good i don't want my kids to be like i don't want my kids to live in chaos and thankfully they don't but I don't I don't want it to be the standard for my life. Yeah, because you can definitely kind of unlearn that as well. So yeah. Absolutely. All right. Um 
think we should take a break, have a word from our sponsors, and we'll be back. <laughs> Come on, sponsors. <laughs> Manifest. All right, and we're back. We're back. Okay, so I got the stone of the week. Ooh, what is it? I want to show it to you. I got it from a friend of the podcast and my boss, Whitney. Whitney, hey girl, shout out to Whitney. Double rainbow design, bitch. Yes, and let me tell you, you know, never mind, I'm going to go into that. But we're going to have Whitney back on to talk about uh, the support and the influx of business during Juneteenth and white people and their entitlements. So we're going to talk about that here shortly. But Whitney has inspired my stone of the week. And this... What is that? This is Ocean Jasper. And she gave it to me in heart form. And it's kind of like has some like oranges and browns and grays in here. And it's beautiful. It's in the heart shape. And when she sent it to me, I was kind of like overwhelmed. Like, what the hell is this? She knows so much more about stones than I do. But it's absolutely beautiful. And if I want to knock somebody out with it, I could. Man, that's like... In the name of healing. You know? <laughs> so, let's get into Ocean Jasper. My that's a tumbled song, right? Yes, this is tumble. It's yeah, smooth. It's it's huge. It's heavy. Okay, so Ocean Jasper is often associated with the heart chakra. It is prominently green in nature, or influenced by layers or pockets of green. It is located near the breaststone and uh, regulates the interaction of the external world. Um, let's see. What is ocean jasper good for? It is a stone that aids you to communicate more positively and allows loving feelings to be expressed in what you say. Hmm. Crystals bring joy and elevated spirits and relieve stress, worry, and other negative feelings. Wearing a, wearing a stone is the most effective way to connect with ocean jasper crystal properties, especially because it is a stone that connects with the heart. Wearing ocean jasper in the form of jewelry keeps it close to your body so it can align its energy with your own positive energy. Um, that's what I have on ocean jasper. So I'm trying to see, is that, should you make that a necklace or? Yes, you absolutely can. That would be. Listen, I get mad at my husband just throw my chest around and knock him in the head with. That's actually the perfect stone for this toxic stuff we're talking about. Speaking loving thoughts and getting rid of negative negativity. Yes. That's perfect. It makes me feel, um, I haven't really sat down with it and like done any intentions with it yet. I haven't really set any intentions or anything with it, mm -hmm. uh, but I will with this, the full moon, but it's, it's so beautiful. It's one of my favorites. Really freaking gorgeous. Yeah. You need to put that like on a shelf on display somewhere. Def I would definitely keep it in your bedroom. Yes, and I want to show you this uh, amethyst point she got me too. <gasps> wow, is that green? It's like green and blue, and Malik was looking at it. He was like, I can see the universe in this. And I was like, you really can. Oh, wow. That is beautiful. I love those. I love that shape of stones. Yeah. Shout out to Whitney from Double Rainbow Design. She is the stone plug, I see. She is. We don't have to have her on here for a stone of the week. I was going to say, she definitely should do the stone of the week when she comes on. She's like, I'm going to come in a work for y'all. But she just, I love her voice and, you know, her tone and everything when she's explaining something. Love it, love it, love it. Yes. 
All right, guys. So we are moving into our Manifesting Monday segment. And Brittany, what are you going to be manifesting for this week? This week, I am manifesting. It's my birthday week, bitch. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. This is my birthday week. (laughs) (laughs) I am manifesting just positivity throughout this week. I have something super exciting going on. So I'm just manifesting like I can work through it and be calm and I get stressed out about it. Um, But I just want to take the time to express some gratitude. Like this, like 2020 has really been fucked for a lot of people. But I had to sit down and think that it has not been fucked for me. And I'm super grateful to God, the universe, like during, you know, the two and a half, three months where I was not working, I was still able to meet and my husband was still able to put food on the table for our children to be able to have like cable, internet, pay car notes, do this and do that. And to be able to live and still be okay to move like i'm just i'm manifesting so much gratitude and so much positivity and so much alignment and just thankfulness on my part that's what i'm manifesting how about you well that's really good because you made me realize like and i've said this before i don't i know that i don't give enough gratitude oftentimes find myself wishing I was this or that but really and truly you know especially with what's going on this year I would definitely say for 2020 um it it's been strange but I I have to express gratitude because just like you said even through these hard times we were able to put food on the table even more food um, more money in our pockets um y'all just Definitely. So I, I too am manifesting the spirit of gratitude for my week to, you know, keep me positive. I'm manifesting um, productivity and energy um, as I prepare to pack up and move. Um, I can't wait to see your new space. Especially the damn backyard. I can't wait to see, baby. And I'm going to manifest some patience for these motherfucking neighbors in this apartment as somebody is banging right now i don't know that i don't know who's building it's okay this is all the patience you need you getting ready to leave so it's none of your concern anymore it's you, not it's not you you finna be in a, a home where it's quiet like oh listen i can't wait till you have that feeling back friend just listen i i don't know what to do without the chaos upstairs <laughs> tell you the last thing i'm dealing with i have to manifest patience because the people are moving in and they're you know there's glass on every part of the parking outside so not only it it, i have to park far away now because if there is an open spot it's full of glass so i manifest, and we've already had to pay for a flat tire due to that so i'm manifesting just a little more patience as i know this is coming to a swift swift end and y'all can suck my balls through my jaws if y'all listening (laughs) but yes definitely gratitude productivity energy and patience those are the things that are going to get me through this week and yeah i want to say one more thing expressing gratitude um if y'all can't, if y'all on um, Black Girl Manifest, you know, Black Girl Manifest babes can't tell, like, Anika is really, like, uh, in my DNA. She's really, like, we've been friends for a long time. Um, her and Whitney, because I feel like, you know, I, I love them both so much. They have really, like, transformed and made me realize that I need to show gratitude a lot more um, to the world. Really? Because that's what I thought you made me realize that. <laughs> my mom and my sister as well, like, um, one thing that we do in the mornings, we may not do it every single morning, but um, speaking affirmations to each other, like, really, 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 really has changed my life. And it makes me more positive. It makes me see the brighter side of things. 
Um, so like you send me a voice note, Whitney, and send me a voice note. I'll send you know send y'all voice notes. My mama texts me, my sister texts me. It's really really like when those type of things are going on, you don't have time to reflect on the negative and the toxic, the toxicness of the world. So I just want to say thank you. I love you so much. Love you so so. Oh, thank you too. Because a lot of times when you send me those, it'd be a fucked up morning, and you send me those, and I'm just like. I needed this today um and i've never really got to express that to you like oh yeah today i i needed that and then i just feel like after that after i read that it's a programming that goes deeper than we know and it just is okay yeah. i'm not i'm not fucked up after i see that because somebody literally lifted me and they didn't have to they thought enough about me to send me a message and even if i don't get to get back to her the same day it'll be another time you know what i mean because we have our moments where she's a little stronger it's always right on time always always baby always <laughs> i i love you and i appreciate that from you so thank you love it and when i get in this house and i'm working from home these affirmations are going to be a whole novel every day because i got time baby do you hear me <laughs> here go your affirmations a whole damn book Yes, I, and I'm, excuse me, supervisor, I'm finna read this book. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, oh, so, I know it's a conference call, but I gotta do my affirmations. Yo, affa what? Send somebody you love an affirmation today, y'all. Yes, let's do that. Let's spread positivity. We so quick to be like, girl, did you hear? They sending the troops here and that. Send them the, let's, let's, let's do something positive and see how that works it's like we scared to speak stuff into existence or be too positive because what's the worst that gonna happen good things god for fucking being so let's do that yes any announcements Brittany? not yet no not yet but you got one coming i ain't got shit to tell y'all either damn so we can wrap this whole <laughs> okay until next week guys bye